Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we're going to take most of the cast of Aliens and see what it's like if they were vampires. Because we're talking about near dark. So stay out of the sun, and let's just start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining us once again. We really appreciate it. Please leave us a review on iTunes and some comments on iTunes. We really appreciate it. We did get one this week. Ooh. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Oh, oh. They didn't write anything, but they gave us a review. Hey, uh, they gave a stars works. review. That works. So thank you, Anonymous. You're awesome. How, how Shout out to Anonymous. How many stars was it? Five. God. Wow. Knocking it out of the park. You know, yeah. I'm gonna go on there and leave a one. I want to bring our, I want to bring I our average want, down. I, you want to see the world burn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for, I'm ready for our first bad review. Oh, I'm not. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, don't do that. All right, guys. So tonight we're talking about Near Dark. It was directed by Catherine Bigelow. Came out in 1987. Had a budget of five million. Made 3.5 million. Was filmed in the U.S. It is rated R and currently has an 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So guys. If you don't know what this movie is about, a small town farmer's son reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he is turned by a beautiful drifter. Aww. Yeah. Like a love story. You, you know what, Kyle? I'm glad you brought yeah, that up. I thought it might come up. I'm glad you brought that up because it hasn't been brought up in a while. You know what this movie's about, really, Mike? Old love? No. <laughs> it's about young love. I think that was brought up last episode, actually. It actually it was. <laughs> In the bad seed? Yeah. 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 I brought up young love? Yeah, sure did. It's making a real comeback. Yeah. Man, look at that. People I don't even talking. know anymore. <laughs> People are talking about the young love. If you're wondering who I'm joined by, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. What's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello. All right, guys. Uh, this is my pick. What, Cody, why did you pick this movie? Thank you for asking. Uh, no, uh, I wanted to do a Bill Paxton movie. Uh, Bill Paxton recently passed, um, and I hadn't seen this one in years, but it's always one that stuck with me. Um, so I wanted to talk about this one because it's like, what am I going to get? Aliens? Twister? Yeah, you could have picked any of those, really. You know? Actually, <laughs> I, I like how your choices were Aliens and Twister. Frailty. Titanic. I wanted to do Frailty. That's they actually, a cool film. It's, that's his argument. I love that movie. It's actually, they just put it on Netflix. It's a fantastic movie. If you it haven't is, seen it, go check film. that movie out. It's a great yeah. movie. I would have said, yeah, I would have said Near Dark, Aliens, Brain Dead would yeah. be a good mm-hmm. one. But I liked this. I'm happy you picked this movie because as I was watching it, it, it clicked in my head. Like, you know, how many times have I seen Bill Paxton as the bad guy? He's usually the asshole in the film, but not like straight up villain. And I think he does a fantastic job as a villain. No, he does. He does a really good job. Now, let me ask this question as always. Has anyone not seen this film? I hadn't seen this film before. This is your first time seeing this movie? Yeah. And you have heard about it before? Or yeah, I've heard like about it. I just not. Because I can't remember how I came across this movie. I can't. I've seen it. And I remember it was in high school that I was like, it was when I got into like horror films, but I cannot remember for the life of me who introduced it. Or... I know why I, I seeked the film out originally, because it was when I was in high school, but um, like full disclosure, probably my favorite movie in my entire life is Aliens, and Bill Paxton's character Hudson, I loved 
So after seeing that movie, then start you you know it's in the early days when you start learning about film and you start learning actors names yeah you know and you know that this came up it was like well here's him in a vampire movie and um i think it's one of the companies released like some collector's edition dvd thing and i was like just stoked on it i was like yes i need to have this i need to watch this so um that's when i discovered it and i i wasn't disappointed for me it was um i caught bits and pieces of it on tv as a kid um, you know, like on cable and stuff. And I always do remember the lighting style of this film, like how they use a lot of spotlight and stuff like that. And you know the shot where they're coming up over the hill right before yeah. they go to the barn yeah. and they're, the light is just blasting from behind them. That imagery, like for some reason, it was always something that stuck with me. So when I got old enough to actually rent horror movies, I was like, this is that movie that I remember as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I was stoked to see it when I got to. For me, it was like, what movie we're we gonna pick this week? And you were like, Near Dark. And I was like, I hadn't seen that one before. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put it in my DVR because Kyle owned a copy. And I was like, Oh, Near Dark. Why'd you put my DVD in a DVR? Yeah, how'd that work? Huh? I said, Why'd you put my DVD in a DVR? That's not how they work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I own a DVD copy anymore? <laughs> I was just jamming it. I was wondering, I was wondering, I was wondering why, why I didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, I figured it was called Near Dark. The whole point yeah. of it was just black. And then I heard a <laughs> black screen. Then I heard a crack, and there were like pieces of stuff, like uh, shiny, shimmery honestly, stuff. Honestly, I was place. about to give this a four because for artistic yeah. merit, but <laughs> I was like, "This is brilliant." There's, yeah. I mean, they show nothing and no I one mean, talks. A real so art house piece, like a real, a real art house piece. It's about four hours long, and just when you think it's about to get boring, picks up. They yeah. do some really interesting <laughs> things with lighting. Just feel like you're hallucinating. A lot of, a lot of deep blacks in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is got, true, actually. There is a lot of deep blacks in this movie. That is true. Well, it mostly happens at night, so. <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> That's crazy that you hadn't seen this before. Are I, you a Bill Paxton fan? Are you a Bill Paxton fan? I like Bill Paxton. I'm under the impression you hate Bill Paxton. No, See, no, 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 no. Kyle, Kyle is saying this because I wrote an article one time where I blasted Hudson as being a shitty version, like like not a great no. I, I'm example say, I, I'm of, be- of a good military. I'm character. saying it because I I suggested we do a month of Paxton, and you said fuck Bill Paxton. Oh. <laughs> That's not so much. Probably cut that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He did not say that at all. That's horrible. All no, right. well, I didn't say that. With that being said, let's take a break. <laughs> and when we come right back, we'll talk more about Near Dark. What you people want? Just a couple more minutes of your time, about the same duration as the rest of your life. I nailed your mom in the back of your daddy's truck. And we're back. We're talking about Near Dark. It is my pick. Glad I could uh, pick this movie. <laughs> Thanks for doing this for us. Glad I glad you could help us making, with that one. Making our week a no, little brighter. So I, I may get in some hot water for this okay. comment, so let's see where that goes. Is it fuck Bill Paxton? It's not fuck <laughs> Bill Paxton. I'm not, <laughs> listen... I'm not Mike. God damn it! I never said fuck Bill Paxton. I like Bill Paxton. Yeah. I was I was willing to give Bill Paxton his whole month. I was gonna give him a whole month of episodes, but 
Mike said, "Fuck Bill Paxton." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Just doubling down. Oh yeah. So here's here's one of the things I wanted to talk about, which I think is really interesting about this film. Um, you don't see vampire westerns, no, like, at all. And for someone to 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 blend the two genres together, I thought was a very like fun and smart idea. Definitely, yeah. And I had we have we even seen it since. Not that I. What's that? Uh, like a vampire western? Can you think of one? I, I guess can't from think Dust of one. Till Dawn is kind of got yeah. a western yeah, it vibe. Totally does. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know what? Uh, you, full disclosure. I'm going to say this right now, and I'll probably get slapped for it. Not the biggest fan of vampire movies. Really am. I'm, I'm not. Time with them. I just, you know, the lore of it. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't interest me a whole lot. Uh-huh. Is there a particular one you don't like? I mean, they've been used a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ways. how about I name the ones I do like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go, for, Go it. for it. Near Dark, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. Third Days I was going to say, Lost Boys is not in this. Lost Boys, thank you. Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Yeah. Okay. 30, 30 Days a Night. But I don't feel like that was straight vampire. That was like a different twist. Like they were more ferocious. I mean, I they were still vampires, though. Still vampires. How long has it been since you saw Bram Stoker, Stoker's Dracula? I don't know, like a year or two. Oh, really? It's a good movie. It's a solid movie. I tried to watch it again. We Maybe no. we'll get into that in Does another episode. <laughs> when we do Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> yeah. on cult film and Does review. hold up? Halloween's right around the corner. Hey, how many Coppola films can we do on uh, cult film and review? <laughs> I mean, for as far as like vampire <laughs> movies, though, for you, because especially being, you're also like a Western fan, Kyle. Yes. Where do you, like where does this one rank for you? Oh, in in terms of them, th- I mean, I don't know. I I either put like this or Lost Boys towards the top of my vampire films. I like this one because um, it foregoes the ability to fly. You don't have that. Yeah. Like these are basically. I mean, you could put whatever label you want. It, could, it didn't doesn't even need to be vampire. They're basically just immortal assholes. That can't die. Yeah. So they basically, it's what happens if you gave somebody the ability to live forever. What would they do? Like, well, I mean. Never they, take a shower. They they, they took, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never take a shower. They took the route of just being like, you know, ferocious, like really evil people. And like in terms of like vampire, I don't even think we see fangs in this movie. No. Yeah, there's no fangs. These are basically immortal people who happen to um, only have the taste for blood, you know? So. That's I think what I like about I it. Was it kind there, of breaks that mold. Was there a thing moment no, in the no. bar in the bar when he's walking or when he's got blood coming out of his mouth? I thought I saw I, fangs on it. I didn't see There's any a lot fangs of blood there. in this. Okay, could just been the way they like yeah. lit it or I something. I don't recall fangs. In that this I was film, I was gonna agree with you too. That that's one thing I really enjoy about this movie, especially like you know this is one of those ones I always like harken back to when people when Twilight movies came out. They're like oh my god Twilight. Oh. I was like go watch a fucking like near dark. Yeah, or something like that, where you get like a gritty, yeah, not sparkly in the fucking sunshine. Mm-hmm. Get a punk burst it definitely, vampire. flames vampire. Yeah, it definitely has. It definitely has like a spaghetti western vibe, though, which is what I appreciate but about it, this film. It, but it also takes like it doesn't take like I think it takes some some of the the like rules of vampires, like the like the sunlight. attraction, sunlight, stuff like that. Because why else would fucking um, uh, Caleb be like so into that girl. Mm, new, gir- new girl in town, small town. You, you think she Jesus hypnotized Christ. him with her vampire eyes? I do because I mean, my God! Like, like I said after watching it, was like, I don't care. Like, I wouldn't f- fucking fuse her blood and change her back. Like, 
I'm sorry, but I do not want to be with a girl that for the last four years has just been straight up murdering people and then expect her to snap out of it. I agree. Like, I agree with you on the whole on the whole uh, lore thing of the like the attraction thing because you see um, Jesse Lance Henderson. Yeah, you see Jesse pull that move at the bar on the waitress. Yep. You see uh, Severin, which is Bill Paxton's character, pull that move on the two girls in the pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Homer's the only one that sucks at it. Well, <laughs> yeah, because he's a child. At that, at that Coke machine, he really had all the moves. Oh, wait, so I have go a question. TV. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is Homer a child? No, well, he's older. Is he the oh, oldest one? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, he is. No, I he's think not. he is. Why does Why does Lance Henderson call him old man? I think he's the oldest one, but he is in the youngest body. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought yeah, too. Yeah, because you stay in whatever form you are when you turn. Right? right. So he was turned when he was a kid, but I didn't catch that he was the oldest one of the group. I always thought Lance Hendrickson. No. Character was. No, Lance Henderson just always looks like the oldest one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he really takes the reins though because he's he does look the oldest and he seems to have the most strength. He seems like the most knowledgeable too. Yeah, of the group, he's definitely the 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 clear leader. I would yeah, obviously. That's yeah. why I was so weirded out by maybe the concept of that kid being actually the oldest one. And he's hitting on a. He's trying to get with like a young girl at the it, Coke it, it machine. Re- I mean, it really raised the creep factor for <laughs> it me. It did. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I thought about it immediately. I was like, that dude's old. I mean, I mean, technically, I mean, shit. How do you? I don't know. I. You can't really say like. I, f- I feel like you can't really say like. Oh, how old are you? Because, I mean, technically, once he turned, he stopped aging. So no, he had. Really? He has. He has. He has a lifetime. Of experience in his head, which would be equivalent to the oldest person in the group, but right. he's still a kid. He's still he's still stuck physically, in kid, yeah, mentally. No, and yeah. that's yeah. the gross. That's yeah. the gross part. I'll but agree also, with that. but also, <laughs> where I think what they wanted for that character, and I'm just speaking for that, was like, and the idea behind the sister was because if you think you're gonna live forever, eventually, if he turned her, she would not have the mentality of a child. She would have the same mentality yeah, that wait, he does. He would have to wait. Well, I don't but, know. Well, yeah. when you're, when you're I guess va- it's only like twenty years. Blink yeah. an eye and a vampire. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they live for some years. Know. Twenty years, not that long. No, I don't know. I feel like he was around. I mean, if Lance Henriksen was around during like what the, the Civil, Civil War, Civil War, then 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 Homer must have been around long before well, that. His name is Homer. It like yeah. That's shut what up. You think he like he, oh, the Odyssey? No, I mean like <laughs> it is a very like old name. It's not yeah. a name that people use anymore, right. really. Like no, so, it you, led Simpsons. me to believe that he might have. Yeah, right. Yeah, it ruined that name. <laughs> Way to fucking go! Way to go! I wanted to name way to my ruin s- things, Simpsons. I wanted to name my kid Homer so bad, but then the Simpsons ruined it. <laughs> Bring it back now. You can't. You had a kid before the Simpsons. No. <laughs> Were you even born before The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> when did The Simpsons go? 92? 89. 89, yeah. something like that, yeah. I know. Here, here's a question I have for you guys, too. Um, is this a cult film? And if so, is it, be- is it a cult film because of its cast? I think it... Or do you think it can be, or mostly because of its cast, I should I say. think it is a cult film, and I don't really necessarily know if it's completely to do with the cast. I think the cast helps, because it's definitely got a solid group of... Uh, cult film, you know, icons yeah. in it, but I think that has it has more to do with like the uniqueness of the story, the unique blend of the genres that the director did in this one, um, and it's really it at least for me it really feels like kind of a unique film. Uh, 
All right. You're Chris? just going to counter with an eh? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, have, I think she read Interview with a Vampire before she made this film. There's a lot of themes and a lot of weird stuff that's like right out of that right out of that book which then becomes that movie, you know? Kid kid that the idea of uh, the first time I'd ever thought of the idea of like, oh that's right, if you turned a kid, he'd be it would just be a vampire kid for the rest of their life and they'd have to struggle with that all the time. That was the first time I ever saw that was in Interview with a Vampire. So you're saying this is not a cult film. No, 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 I'm saying you were, you said it was unique in my own personal opinion, yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking I didn't, about I didn't make a general. blanket statement saying that this is the most unique film on Earth. Oh, I love no, it no, I didn't fight. say that. I didn't I say that. I love it when they fight. I love it when they fight. I'm not, I, I, I'm not saying that you were saying it was the most unique thing on Earth. I'm just, I guess, you know, I just think she's, she's, she stole a lot of that book. I think she read that book. Oh, uh, really? I think it is a cult film, and I think it's because of the blend of, of, of Western and horror, something we hadn't seen before. It was kind of like... The vampires were kind of interesting, grungy, unique, like mm. for that time period, and like it was pretty violent, and the effects were pretty decent. And you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of explosions actually in this, this movie. A little I'm too like, many. Like, what the hell? A lot of fire, a lot of shit going on like that. So it was ambitious, I think, too. And um, I also I love the fact that it is a female director. I was actually surprised to find that out. I, th- I think she's that, a fantastic think, filmmaker. Like yeah. she is a really good filmmaker. I like. I love that this is like her first thing that she ever did because she went on to do some great, like some big, like Academy Award yeah. winning shit. Right? Yeah, she, I mean, yeah. she, like Hurt, Hurt, Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah, and I'm just like, God damn, dude! Like from humble beginnings, I guess. Like this is like, it's it's really good for like what feels still like an independent horror film. Now, where I say that, like where I agree with you, this is like a good film, and in that aspect too, Mike. I, the reason I, I do think it's a cult film. I think a lot of it, though, does rely on the cast. And the reason I say that is because I think if you put other actors into this movie, it's, they, you're, it's not good. You end up with a sci-fi pictures original. It's Yeah, it's well, not good. <laughs> I never said it wasn't a cult film. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. Okay. Yeah, you never, now I'm you never say, did answer now, it. Now I'm going to say it's not, it's not a cult film. <laughs> I, I, I want to be the film. one to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess you could say the cast, but like, I think the cast is. But the it, cast is not a, known for doing cold films. Lance Henderson? <laughs> are you kidding me? It's fucking Bishop. And Aliens is not a cold film. Pumpkinhead. Okay, Pumpkinhead. And, and Pum- or, or as I like to pronounce it, Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> fucking any any fucking uh, Bigfoot movie that Lance Henderson has done in the last <laughs> 15 years. Harry and the Hendricksons. Like, he's, he's done so many big, he's done so many Bigfoot movies, it's crazy. Has he really? Yeah. He's done a lot of Bigfoot movies? Yes. Like, go through his... Fuck if I know. Go through his... his Are we IMDb. talking like B-movie? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I've okay. seen a lot of them. Well, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I Like, who else in this film? Like Bill Paxton. Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton has done a lot of Big time films. He's always been a great character actor. People love him. I don't know that he's like has a storied cult film career though. I disagree. He was with in that. the Omen too. Maybe I'm not giving Bill Paxton enough credit. I just always saw him as like a bigger name actor, like a bigger no, name character is, actor. I think he is a bigger name actor he's too. A bigger name character actor, but he's not a. I don't feel like he's a big big name. Not until the later ha- part of his career with like big yeah. love and shit. That that really kind of I don't know. Took Paul off. Th- I think Paul Thirteen is pretty serious. Yeah, that's true. There's to me like there like this movie is kind of like a lull throughout, and there's like little spikes of 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 high points, but not like there's really nothing that's like crazy jump off the screen to me. 
I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Except for Bill Paxton's performances. Like, yes. Honestly. Like yeah. I feel like he is like like the adrenaline shot in this in these in this movie to be like, okay, they might be getting bored here. Bill Paxton monologue. I want to say that, that <laughs> like, that's what his character is. He's like a literal adrenaline shot. Yeah. It, like, it, that's what he said. He's, he looked at one and said, I want to be that in this when film. You can't compare him to the rest of the group. Yeah, he's the most, like, just... He's the most energetic, most ridiculous, most uh, sociopathic of the group. Oh, and he sure. really enjoys the fact that he can kill whoever the fuck he wants to. Like, the other people, they're, they're, they're definitely into evil, it. Yeah, and they're but, into it. He's like he's making a game of it. Yeah, I think the kid might be the second most energetic one out of the group. Yeah, but Lance Henriksen's performance, I think, is solid. I think Bill Paxton, yeah, he stands out because he's the loud one. But I think Lance Henriksen, he's definitely did a the most ominous one. But I'm saying like they almost they, like Bill Paxton is almost used in this movie as a way to bring it up when it, it seems like, okay, this movie's dragging on a little bit, and then, yeah. boom, there's a Bill Paxton scene where it picks up again. I'd agree with that. And I feel like that was done on purpose, honestly. And, like, I don't think that... And not just saying Bill Bill Paxton. I'm saying the other characters, too. Like, the um, uh, like Homer and uh, Jesse, Lance Henderson's character. You put other actors in these in these roles, you're not getting this performance, and this movie's not as good. Like it's just my this is just my opinion. I agree, but no, it's Bill Paxton uh, was also in Navy Seals. He's going, <laughs> hell yes, he's going. That would be so good. Um, but I just oh shit. Like I don't think for me, I don't think like the story or the fl- maybe the flow of the story is quite as coherent or as good as it as it could be. The, okay, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly. bringing up, you're bringing up a really good point that I was hoping to, to touch on. This movie left me wanting. Um, I enjoyed some of the stuff that I saw in the film and like the, the, the character arcs and like the way the story progressed. But I, I also felt like I didn't fully get as much as I really think the director could have gone on it. There are a lot, a lot of low parts, which I mean, I don't know if they necessarily serve the story in any way, but I feel like there could have they could have ramped up the intensity of the film in a lot more scenes. Like, I just and I don't like the way that that Caleb's character is necessarily written that much either. Yeah, like it's I don't think it's the actor's fault. It's more or less the way the character's written and how uh, I I don't he's not helpless. But he acts like, especially the first half of the film, yeah, which really I love weak. how fast he turns. Number one, that's great. I was like, this, th- how quick they get into the vampirism. It's not like, oh, 48 hours, he turns into a vampire. That shit was like 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, it was like a long stroll. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but like, once he gets thrown into the RV, he's kind of like a boring character. Like, he's like, and he progresses as it goes on, like where he stands. But even still, it's kind of shaky. Do you feel like that's mostly because he was thrown in a van with way more dynamic characters? So then, like in comparison, he just no. I think what it is is I think the love like they, they she tried to focus more on the love story, and the love story is probably the weakest part of this story. There's is yeah. almost <laughs> no connection. There's no yeah. yeah between those two characters. No, it's I saw you out on the street and I wanted to. Get it in. Uh, eat your like, ice cream. Like force. <laughs> like, yeah. Eat your exactly. That's actually uh, from the movie, so it can't yeah. be can't be uh, taken as dirty. Yeah, I, I want to eat your ice cream, and like and like he's kind of an asshole. 
too yeah. at that point, and then he turns into not say, an he asshole. Deserved, he, he more or less kind of deserved that bite. Yeah, like take Would me, it, take me home. Oh, hold on a second. Let me turn off the truck. Yeah. I'll drop the keys down yeah. my shirt. Kiss me move. first, and then I'll take you home. But like, yeah. uh, like no. what, let's go on through his mental. Mental thought he process. Sees, he right sees there. the sun coming up, and his opportunity like, okay, for sex is let's, gone. Let's imagine this: you go out, you meet a girl out, and you're driving with her, and all of a sudden she has a fucking panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like freaking out in your car. At what point are you just like, I think I can turn this around to sex still? Yeah, not <laughs> I at think all. If I, if I can, I can well, turn this back the, to my house. When you live on the farm, dude, and you're only hitting the bar, you know, once a week, and that's and you're just working all day, like it's such a. I think your social dynamic is a little, <laughs> a little different. It's just such a weird dick move. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little it's all it's all like Bill Paxton's also in the movie Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> different. <laughs> Wait. Like the remake though. Yeah, yeah not obviously no, the original. Maybe yeah. it was a baby. <laughs> it was a baby. Ba- baby Bill. Baby Bill Paxton was in that. That's gonna keep dropping Bill Paxton films this entire episode. Um don't do that. Because <laughs> it's throwing me off so bad. Because now you think about it as Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, no, I'm going to think about it as Mighty Joe Young and his solid performance in that, too. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just think that the, the love story is so weak, which is a big focus, I would say, of the first half of the film, until until his sister, until Caleb's sister comes into the into the movie, like it, meeting the, the group of vampires, it's, it, that love story is just, is pretty weak. And it's like, I don't even enjoy it that much because it's like he's very spineless until his family comes around. And then I feel he's a little more redeemable. And I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be. I feel like that's what she wanted to be portrayed. Yeah. But I don't know if I, I don't know. I I wasn't a fan of it. I I wish there was a little more of like, like I, cause if I was in that van, I'd be speaking my fucking, like, what the fuck are you? What the fuck's going on? Where the fuck are we going? Why can't we go out in the fucking sun? What is happening? (laughs) This dude's like, I'm sick. And then he gets a little blood, and then he's like, let's skip off to nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> At night. And then questions it like an hour later, like, what are we doing? <laughs> huh? Yeah. It's just a, very confusing. I have a question. So you only turn if you get bit, right? Yeah. 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 So they the rest of the time, they're just cutting people's throats and drinking the blood. They're not actually biting anyone. Because I was like, why isn't well, there more vampires? Them. Yeah. As I understood in the lore of this film... uh. If you take too much of their blood, if you kill them, you can't turn them into yeah. a vampire. I, and I also got the impression that they weren't like. Do you get? I didn't get an undead feel to these ones. Well, they the, were invincible. No, there is an undead. Th- th- Where? It, it comes in at the end uh, when um, what's her name? Uh, is it May? Yeah, May is out on the swing, and she runs up to Caleb after he has the the transfusion, which is another part I like in this movie too. Right, right. Um, after he has the transfusion, and she comes up to him and she's like, "You're warm." Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. She I does just, she does I, make I, that point. So Okay. So I guess they are undead. I yeah. you know what? We're gonna disagree on that whole transfusion thing. Yeah? I you know, I don't I thought that was it's a little hokey. What, what a lucky shot in the dark that was. Like <laughs> oh, if I just so if I drink the blood, I'm vampire. But if somebody Gives me a tran- a blood transfusion. I'm I'm not a vampire. Where did the vampiric blood or uh, disease go? Like, because you can give a blood transfusion. Blood? It's not like it's not like the new blood's coming in. The old blood's like going yeah. out, going out your asshole. It's we not- didn't know that in 1987. 
I would I would imagine if they, if let's let's say we're calling vampirism some sort of biological thing to change you on such a like an almost genetic level i would imagine you can't just like whip the blood out and just be like i'm good again yeah <laughs> that that was the one thing i thought was i agree so, it, it was hokey and it was kind of like it kind of threw me it's like a little Ugh. hokey but it's hokey but it's the only way you're getting your happy ending out of this film they had to find a way to give you your they happy could, I th- ending i think they still they could have easily still done a redeeming Caleb. happy ending with him being a vampire it would also make more sense him going toe-to-toe with vampires with vampiric blood and also, strength yeah but see then you're not as you're not as, as scared for him or afraid for him. Then it, it gives him a, another. It, again, it brings him back to a weakness to where you can mm. kind of relate to him. I think okay. his character's all over the place. Hey, like, they did it in as Lost far as place. like as far as like his emotional level as like being helpless and then not being helpless is all over the fucking road in this movie. He's uh, we'll get into this. He's probably my least favorite character in this film. I like, agree with you 100. percent Pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Who would you say your favorite is? Bill Paxton's character. Probably Bill Paxton's yeah, character. Like, he's just so like he's the best one in the I mean, wait, are you gonna say he's Lance it, Anderson? He's like Chris? he's like he's like the he's like he's like if Hudson was a vampire. He's yeah. got that same he, energy. He is definitely the most entertaining to watch. I will say that. But like for some reason Lance Hendrickson's character just looks so lurking and like he did like there were scenes where he'd sit in a chair and look like a look like a vampire just like huddled down you know looking out the top of his eyes like his performance i think was subtle but like very captivating but bill paxton is the most fun character in the movie yeah oh i definitely agree with that but i'm kind of on board with chris on this one i think the real powerhouse in this is where and he shows his like uh like that he is a veteran actor is Lance Henderson, like hit the subtleties. Literally, a Confederate veteran actor. <laughs> His, like sometimes with Bill Paxton, I you know I I love him to death, but they gave him all the one-liners that were super like big and clown-like and you know like catch you later Ugh, you know no, and it's but just like, like there's some fucking funny ones when he's like finger licking good exactly oh i hate when they ain't shaving yeah. <laughs> yeah he does he gets all the best lines but lance henderson has the most powerful like one-liners yeah, yeah he does like let's just say i fought the south uh, or i fought for the south and we lost like that is a real powerful because yeah. that answers the question and sparks the imagination in one yeah. fucking line well and just the way like like chris said like he gets a lot of the details are in the subtleties, right? And that's yeah. what you get with him in this movie. And it's probably one of his better, like one of his best performances yeah. in a movie. Honestly, I even loved his makeup, like the scar on, on his face. Yeah, looked awesome. It looked real, and like it just kind of warped him in a that, way that was like character. And that f- fucking rat tail. Oh, sick, <laughs> sick. <laughs> that dog, the bounty hunter hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Near Dark. Beautiful morning coming up here. Looks like another sunny day also. And uh, folks, if you're... Uh... I'd like to introduce you all. Sarah. Well, you people should stay up late. We keep odd hours. Who ordered pizza? Homer, sweet darling. Homer, you look at me when I'm talking to you now. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Near Dark. Uh, One of the questions I want to ask you guys, too, is what is your favorite scene? I think we're all going to have the same answer, but I just want to see. Let's start with Kyle. Oh, man. Uh, I hadn't really given that that much thought. 
Chris? Probably the bar. <laughs> Probably going to be the bar. The bar scene. Yeah. Yeah, the bar scene's excellent. Um, also, the scene where he gets reunited with his family in the hotel room. That would be my second favorite. And then the cop shootout scene. You know. Yeah. What, what do you like about the cop shootout scene? Dude, I love the fact that he's like, this is the moment where he's like proving himself to his fellow vampires. And, and uh, he runs out and sets himself on fire to get the van and crashes through. But it is kind of a weird scene, like the whole setup of it. It's like he crashed through one side. None of the cops noticed that like a van was driven halfway through a building. And then well, the they drive out did, of it. The one cop did who was shooting the hell out of him yeah, with a sniper rifle. Sniper Joe. <laughs> sniper yeah, Joe. That was a weird scene. <laughs> that was weird. I really liked that shootout scene uh, for a different reason. Um, the lighting was fucking beautiful with all the holes. the, the yeah. bullet holes in the building and like you just have these spotlight rays of light in the room and they're all yeah. kind of trying to dodge them and stay away from it. I thought that was really cool. It is weird though in the fact that like I don't know if it was necessarily to prove himself to the vampires or to survive another day. I I think he was trying to prove himself. Because well he's still not going to kill. But that was the way that he gained the acceptance yeah. that he the, needed. The acceptance to live another day. Not uh, uh, not to be part of the group. I don't know. I think he was because they still wanted him to kill after that. I don't know. And maybe he would have. I mean, if it had gone differently, but his family showed up and threw a whole wrench I, in I the agree. operation. I agree with I agree with Cody. I think he just did it as uh, to get himself a little more time, and it was kind of. I don't think he because you don't. You definitely don't get the vibe that he's going to be able to continue on the way he has been by not killing they're not going to allow that but since he saved their life they're going to be cool with him maybe for the next day maybe for the next couple of days but eventually he's still going to have to kill or be killed what do you think this guy's end game was you think he was like i don't think he had one you don't think so you don't think at some point he was thinking like i can get this girl away from her family vampire family and then she can we can run off together and then I can finally have sex with her. <laughs> it never happens. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he was trying to join up a little bit with them for, you know, a, a, a bit. He thought, this is my life and I need to get used to it. And I'm now accepted and I can move forward with this. But then I think sister and dad showed up and he was like, wait, no, this is my family. You know, and then had another turning moment there. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I ever got the vibe though from Caleb that he was accepting the fact that he's going to just be with this group forever. I still. I still think he was going to take the first out he could get. Hmm. Yeah, it just hadn't produced itself. Yeah, because presented still, itself. Yeah, he still was that too. <laughs> because he still needed them to get like to get out of the shootout with the cops. He still needed them like for that. Yeah. So. There's a, there, there's an there, there's an essence of self preservation for sure Definitely. for himself you know because he's obviously that's why I'm so conflicted with his character and just like I don't know yeah I don't feel like he I don't feel like he owns enough of one side or the other t- for you to really get behind a lot of the decisions and moves he makes I mean the only thing that you can definitely say about him is he's protective of his family yeah. And he wants to be a normal boy. He wants to be a real boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None, of this, none of this Pinocchio wooden body shit. Yeah, none of this vampire bullshit. How old do you think he was? In this movie? Yeah. I'd I mean, say, like, I mean, yeah, what's his character supposed to be? I'd say early 20s. Yeah, I thought he was 
20s, 20s. Mike, they always go to a bar, I guess, right? Yeah. So, Mike, did you have a favorite scene? I feel like you didn't answer that question. I th- I think, I don't know why I like this scene so much. Maybe because it's a little understated, but I like, for some reason, I maybe it's because I felt for the little girl mm. walking into that room, but it's when the, the little kid vampire brings a little girl into the room for the first time, and they're playing poker over there. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. She has this little, like, this look on her face. Like, I think I, like, you, you ever do that when you were a kid? I mean, I guess it, the 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 thought of being a child and some other kid being like, "Hey, do you want to go watch a movie?" And then you're like, "Yeah, let's go to your house." And then you go in there, and then you move, the moment you look around, you're like, "This was a mistake." I've never been in this atmosphere, <laughs> but I know goddamn well that this is not a good place for me to be. <laughs> yeah. And I got that sense from a real kind of a little bit, kind of like. Why are you guys up so late? Like we a, keep all the hours. Yeah. <laughs> who, who ordered pizza? Like there's all these lines. It's like the Michelangelo yeah. of the you know these teenage mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like the artists, vampires. No, I, it's a weird scene for me. I, I I like it. I don't know why. There's a lot of tension in that scene. There yeah, is. I feel there's like that has that there. scene probably has the most tension out throughout the film. I yeah. would agree Honestly. with that. Yeah, because you as an audience, you know no. that that's his sister. Yeah, but but. He hasn't shown up yet, so he doesn't know. The character doesn't know. <clears throat> Caleb w- doesn't know that his sister's actually in the room, and you're like, oh, shit. I wish there was a little more tension there, honestly, and they would have explored that a little bit longer. It's a little quick for me. That's the only the mm-hmm, complaint yeah. I have about it was just like, boom, 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 and it's done. If it was a little more drawn out to where it was a little more torturous from the vampire family, and then they got away, I would probably be the best scene in the movie. But Yeah, it would, it would probably also explain the timeline. Yeah. Like the dad walks in the room, they have a five minute back and forth, and then, and then it's dead. And then it's and it's bright ass fucking high noon. <laughs> fucking high noon <laughs> I, out that, there. Actually that confused me at first because it was like blue light blasting in. I was like That was weird. What like what time of day is it? Like, yeah, that was weird. They said it was five in the morning. No, they said it was five in the morning. What did they say? What are you doing up at five AM? They say it yeah. to to they like Yeah, they say it about the girl. I think right when Caleb shows up. They go, that's my sister. What the hell is she doing up at five a.m. in the morning? Right. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if that's something that or just like, how do we explain the sun comes up in like fifteen <laughs> yeah. seconds? Yeah. Let's just say it's five in the morning. <laughs> Bill Paxton's like, I got this. <laughs> uh, and the one thing too is like, I also uh, that I thought cool was going back to like just a little bit of vampire lore with this was their healing factor. Yeah, where it would look like you like that's like they well they weren't just dirty, Chris. Well, see when you heal. You get dirty. Yeah. A lot like, of dried blood, a lot yeah. of scabbing. Like anytime they got hurt and that came back, it would be like a dirt streak or like a yeah. black Burn ash. mark looking yeah. thing. Yeah. I like that too. Another scene I really enjoyed actually that just popped in my head was when uh, May is trying to get Caleb to do his first kill when he's in the truck with the uh, the black dude. Yeah. And the like, truck driver. Yeah, the truck driver and like that tension of her like nudging him like, do it, do it, you know? And then like... It's building, and that guy's talking, and you're like, oh, "I don't want him to die. He's so fun and like nice, you know." And yeah. but you can just see it coming in Caleb's eyes. And by the way, I would have stopped that truck a long time ago. Like, I wouldn't have driven that long if some dude was like breathing and drooling in my <laughs> lap. Like, <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys did were they insinuating that the the the, the truck driver was on speed? No. 
Doesn't he seem like, like yeah, that's he, what the character yeah. choice maybe yeah. the actor went with was just like, yeah, it, well, what no, do you know about truckers? I think they're all on speed. Well, so. that's no, that's like a the thing. That's an actual thing. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if the actor made that choice because when I'm watching it, <laughs> all I kept thinking is like, man, he's talking real fast. He's really like Pumped, erratic. Pumped up. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, you got you to have high energy driving a truck. That You know what? I, I'm happy you brought up the truck driver scene, though, because that brings me to a scene when I was talking about earlier, Cody, um, when I said I this film left me wanting. Um, the scene where um, Jesse and the other woman get um, carjacked. Oh, my God. You don't yeah, even see how it gets played out, and it bugs the shit out of me. Like, I know how it plays out, obviously. I know. But he, like... The scene ends so weird. He cranks the radio up like some shit's about to go down, and then just cuts away. Hey. Yeah, dude, budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. called budget. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's one thing I was bummed out about. I, I would have liked to see that. I agree with that. I would like to see it, too, but I do think that the way they played that was perfect. Just just how, like... like they think they've got us like but they're going to they're they don't even know what they're about to get like mm-hmm. the Lance Henriksen and whoever played Diamondback I forgot what her name but they had great chemistry I felt yeah absolutely uh, uh Jeanette uh Goldstein Jeanette Goldstein as who played Jeanette Goldstein uh, uh Diamondback Jeanette Goldstein they all have names like they're in uh Luke Cage <laughs> <laughs> Diamondback, Razorback. I do want to talk about uh, <laughs> Razorback. I don't know, Sidewinder. <laughs> I do want to talk about the technical aspects of this film too, because I think that that's um, a, a very strong point where I think where the story kind of falls apart in some sp- spots for me. The the technical aspects, the lighting, is amazing and very cool in this movie. Like I just, the scene that really sticks out for me too in lighting, it it might not be for some people was the one where, um, Caleb and may are in the middle of the road and like holding each other. And that truck is driving by them. And it's just the spotlight that, but the trucks in the background also, but it's a spotlight on them. It's just so cool looking to me. They did. They did. I feel like the lighting was very dynamic. Can I say that? Yeah. Like contrast. They like to use a lot of, a lot of smoke, also the yeah. over the hill with the backlit him riding the horse with the backlit. I'll have, the smoke. Can I, I have a critique, technical critique though. Holy fucking use of slow mo! Fuck yeah, when he's getting shot by that sniper. What? What you? Well, yeah, that and that the, shit fi- looks the like fifty other the, the fifty other scenes where slow mo yeah. was used, like just over too much slow mo in this yeah. goddamn movie. There's a lot of slow mo going on. <laughs> I didn't feel that way. Really? Yeah, that's a bud. I never. <laughs> I think I definitely there was a point in the movie where I was like, "All right, I'm starting to notice this," which means they're overusing it. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't bug me that much. Yeah, I didn't. I guess I'm not bugged by slow mo. No, you you strike me as somebody who would not be bugged by slow mo. No, I like <laughs> slow mos and montages. You put about four scenes in yeah. each of those in a movie, I'm good. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if there's a gunfight and there's slow mo, you know, happening. What's I think that? I think Cody's Cody's pleased. Was that like jittery slow mo look? You know that like music yeah. videos you see use all the time is like a strobe. Oh, like where like it, there's a there's a delay yeah. in where the camera moves. Yeah, yeah. There's like a filter for that. I I remember see, playing <laughs> around an with Instagram it in, like, filter in like Final Cut Four or some <laughs> shit, where you could like you know what? Guess what? Bill Paxton was also in Stripes. Hey, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Who was he in Stripes? Was he one of the cadets or some shit? Yeah, he's probably. Cadet number three. Yeah. Uh, the another great thing in this movie that I thought was was fantastic was uh, special effects wise, like the makeup effects, the gore was awesome. Yeah. He gets shot in the gut. 
Oh man, did you feel that? The blood looked red. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, sweet. I was so close. Sorry. What? Going back to stripes. Can His character four? was soldier number eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yes, yeah, special effects. I totally agree. That was the one that made me cringe the most. Actually, was the shotgun to the gut. Shotgun to the gut and the and the um, spur to the neck. The spur to the neck. I was liked that good. one, but I thought it the the way they shot it seemed hokey. No, you gotta get, listen. If we're gonna have Bill Paxton uh, in the movie, you gotta get some kung fu kicks in. No, I got it. Yeah, I, I agree with Kyle. It looked really like, like they shot around the fact that they couldn't actually yeah. pull it off on screen. So yeah. it was like, hey, we'll shoot you just kicking your foot around, and then we'll cut back to this guy with razor blade slashes. It also in his was neck. like a, what I thought was like a very weird, like over the top kill for the movie. Yeah. Like it was so weird. It was so like out of like. But that fits. It fits the one character that's extremely over the top, though. Too. Does yeah. he kill every other people like that? No, no, no that's no. the only one. That's the only one you get. Yep. You only get one. You only get one. And, uh, and one it's spur. The, like much said, like the character erratic. Yeah, and it's the most. It's like the most over the top character. You know, in the film that does it like that. So it's not like it doesn't seem un, to me. It doesn't seem unbelievable for that character to be able to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I said, I didn't think I. I loved the uh, the original, so because you tied in some kind of aspect of this character that we have heard. You know, throughout the screen, anytime he's walking, you hear his spurs clicking along. But then they they were able to. Tie it. I just thought the way that it was shot was probably related to budgetary constraints or yeah. something, but it obviously looked like they shot around the fact that they couldn't they, pull oh yeah, off the effect correctly. They definitely shot around it. But, they, you know, it's good editing, too. I don't think it looked that bad. I think it was kind of a little bit I'm an- anticlimactic, like, like when he finally did it, because I've seen it before, and when I knew it was coming, like, I always remember it more grand in my head than what it actually is. It's like, it kind of, like, the sound drops out, and it gets, like, real quiet. Yeah, and you just hear, ching, and just ching, 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 ching. I'm like, Damn, it's just like it almost lost steam. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say this, and it's probably gonna be unpopular. The bar scene is my least favorite fil- scene in this film. Oh yeah, I think it's so boring. Really, I like the. It has a lot of like potential, but it drags so much between the kills and like they yeah, try to. They don't the, build enough tension. It's well, really that's the thing though. The, I think you're wrong about that. And the the thing I do like about the bar scene is the tension that's being built. Is for that one young kid who's playing pool. They ignore him the entire time. They fucking take out the entire yeah, bar. And as the audience, you're sitting there like, "What the fuck's this other kid in the back doing?" And it yeah. cut. You get like the occasional cut to him where he's basically shooting his pants because he doesn't know what to do. And I think that's where well, the, the tension was. was jump through a glass window in slow mo <laughs> yeah. and slow mo. I slow-mo-ish. also I also enjoy I also enjoy the purpose of that scene, which is basically to show Caleb that. He's like, super strong and he's you invincible. Can't die. Yeah. yeah, and like we're gonna kill a bunch of people just to show you that you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, what a weird yeah. There's, there's plot hole, plot holes in this film that like bother me. <laughs> like they're trying to keep a low profile, so let's murder a whole bar and set it on fire, and set it on fire, and then like complain and say, Caleb, the you 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 let the cops on on us. And it's like, you lit a fucking bar on fire. Yeah, they're already looking. They were looking for you a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> they're, they're combing that area with, like, the FBI. Yeah, but now, they know, yeah, but now no one knew what they looked like before because they didn't leave any witnesses. Now they know what they look like. Yeah, but, like, it's not like Consp- this took you know, place in, like, in, in the 1800s or something like that. They have, like, forensics and shit. Like, 
surely they could have. Yeah, I did feel like they were leaving uh, a, a large amount of evidence behind each of their kills. And for some reason, they weren't. One would really... say a trail of destruction. They weren't even. <laughs> they weren't moving on. Like they were pretty much just staying in that town. Yeah. Like yeah, they... it's a small town. Like where else are they going to live? Well, how that... many things can you burn yeah. down? <laughs> well, the only bar in town's gone. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. I mean, they go from small town to small town. It's not the same place. Mm. Really? Yeah. I thought it was one small town. No, no. It felt like one small town because why did Caleb get on a bus only to get off a bus at the place that he started? Didn't make any goddamn sense well, at I, all. Okay, so what I kind of picked up on this, and I don't know if it if it is because of her dialogue basically saying, like, you're going to be back, basically. So what I th- thought it was was you have... Because in like vampire lore, when you when someone turns you, you have a connection with them. So I figured as the distance went from that connection that he had with May, because she's just the one who turned him, the sicker he also got mm. is what I kind of got. So he couldn't even make it out of town because he did that all in one night, huh? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must be a few days, or I don't know. It's hard to tell what the timeline is of this. Yeah, the timeline is really, but I'm just I'm speaking specifically of that one night. It's nighttime. They go out in the town. He makes his way to a bus station. He finally gets a pass on the bus. He's on the bus. It's going for a while, I would assume, and then he gets off the bus and he's back there. And it's still nighttime, and enough time for them to go gallivanting around after he drank her blood. Like the time, the timeline is. I feel like night is way fucking longer than day in this world. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's called near dark. Oh, I'm on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoyed the cinematography a lot. I thought there's some really like just cool stuff as far as like with the lighting and stuff like that, and just the way you would have to shoot it and not look murky as far as like being covered in smoke because a lot of that has to do with like the rays of light is going to be like you have to capture that on film somehow so you're going to have to have some sort of like dust or smoke mm-hmm. and then like to not make it look murky also make it look pretty clear is, is I thought was pretty damn impressive 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 yeah. so let's say we rate this mammer jammer shall we Cody what are you going to rate it I think we should rate it Spurs I was thinking that Spurs. as well. Spurs. Spurs. Uh, let's start with Chris. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Near Dark. Um, I, I like this movie. I don't love this movie. Um, it's it, it's kind of slow, a little draggy for me in a lot of parts, but the parts that it, it really kicks ass in are, are totally worth the watch. Um, Bill Paxton is kind of... I feel like makes this movie, you know, Lance Hendrickson probably gets the back seat to him, but uh, still, still just as awesome. Everybody else does a great job. I always loved seeing like a little kid when I was a kid, seeing a little kid play a bad guy, like a vampire who like smoked and like had guns. So like, I think that aspect of it is cool. Homer's character. Um, And, uh, and yeah, I mean like, I don't know. I'm just kind of middle of the road on it. Like, I, I don't think it's amazing, but I, definitely don't dislike it so i'm gonna have to sit at probably a three definitely not not right down the middle because the effects are great and some of the dialogue is awesome and very well written so i'm gonna go three three from chris mike Uh, this film for me it's probably i'm gonna go with like a two and a half it's kind of a snore (laughs) it really is and like 
you know, I'd probably catch some flack for this. I'm not a big fan of Catherine Bigelow's like early films. Like, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Point Break. I think that that's a weird movie to bring up. Well, I mean, it's probably <laughs> before before it was like Hurt Locker and stuff like that. That was her like big film. I mean, for the most part, as far as I know, you know, Point Break. You know, like well, anyways, regardless, like <laughs> a lot of her earlier films, I didn't really like. I, I love her. I I love Hurt Locker. It's a fantastic film. I love. I I thought Zero Dark Thirty was pretty solid too. I like that she kind of uh, as as a director, she kind of like reinvented herself from out of like this weird like schlocky action like uh like background to like these like deep dark you know these deep like uh what am i trying to say like dramas essentially kind of mm-hmm. like action dramas really if you think about it anyways that's just talking about the director as far as the film is concerned i mean you know like there's some there's some great performances to be sure but like i just don't think the plot really is really solid it's not very engaging kind of bounces around a bit Again, like the the connection, the, the the guy and the girl, like there's not a lot of, there's no core reason for me to be. I, I don't feel connected to the main actor at all, or the the Caleb at all. Like his character is kind of like just like I don't really care, you know. Like he seems like a spectator, and that's never good in the main character, you know. If he's just like somebody that I follow just so we can watch, you know, Bill Paxton do some pretty crazy shit. <laughs> Essentially, how I felt like that was and. It just I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah, I'd give it like you know, two and a half really. Just nah. Kyle? Um, I'm gonna go probably three point five on this one. Um I do enjoy this movie. I agree with you guys. Uh there's definitely some some slow parts in it for sure. Um but I what I love about the film and what I love what the director did with it was the tone of the film that she was able to um create. The the blending of uh, a, a western with a you know classic horror film, um, I thought was done really well. Um, the slow parts in it, I think that's probably what makes it easier for me to be forgiving of them because I mean, you watch you you guys watch the spaghetti westerns, you'll probably take three watches to get through some of them. There's some like slow parts mixed with scenes of awesome action, you know, and I, that's what this movie definitely had. Um, I love Bill Paxton in it. I. I love the fact that he plays a bad guy in this movie. I think he's fantastic as a bad guy. Um, and I just think it's overall really entertaining. So I, 3.5 for me. All right. And I will say that um, I agree with Kyle on a lot of this. Um, there are some slow points, but I think that the shots of adrenaline you get from the, the characters um, brings brings it up when it needs to. I think they hit it right at the right time, so you're never bored. Um, I do agree that with you though, Mike, on the main character where he does feel like a spectator and that's never good for a main character, but thank God for the other characters that are around him because like I said, otherwise this movie would suck. Um, the performances you get from Lance Henderson, Bill Paxton, it's pretty much everybody that's in that, in the, in the ensemble cast is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And that alone is fun to watch too. Like that's, that for me is fun to watch too. Story-wise, uh, yeah, there's things that, that uh, especially about the young love that are left to be desired, um, you know, and, and explaining that young love and what the actual attraction is. I still don't know what he sees in this chick. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, 
You know, it, I, no one can explain. No one can. Ex- love, yeah, Cody. no one. Uh, it's got true. That, that hot Willie Wilson Phillips vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm right. The Bijou, who was that? <laughs> Can't remember which one. I'm yeah. right there with Kyle at a three point five, uh, three point five Spurs on this on this film. Um, there's some things that could have been done better to make it make it a four or a five, but you know that's not what we got. I think it's a solid uh, entry into the vampire movies. This is probably. One of the better ones because it's not the fucking bullshit fluff that she tries to ground it somewhat based in reality, which I really enjoy and I think is important with vampire films. It kind of makes it scarier. Um, So, yeah, 3.5 for me. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a website, cultfilmreview.com. You can find all of our episodes on there. Also, you can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ah! cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike ah! at Mike Solistio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show for this week, guys. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. See you next week.